Hello and welcome to Females with Fire. I'm Carrie McGee, an empowerment coach for women looking to escape overwhelm and gain confidence. This season, I'm connecting with women leaders who demonstrate resilience, strength and spirit. It is my wish that these shared experiences inspire and support you when faced with the challenges life can bring. Today I'm chatting to Catherine from Kane Creative. At the start of 2020, she was faced with the challenges of COVID, loss of job, homeschooling, all on top of burnout. We talk about how Catherine managed to not only recover herself, but rebuild her business. With 2020 being quite a challenging year for a lot of women, they've had to rewrite their plans. Can you paint me a picture of what your life was like before COVID hit and before your little crisis hit? Oh, sunshine, lollipops, rainbows. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was doing really, really quite well. I was, you know, consistently hitting, you know, five bigger months, which was, you know, where I was wanting to be. Um, had consistent growth, had an awesome plan put in place for what I was going to be doing this year. Um, and yeah, and then it hit. Yes, <laughs> like a whirlwind out of nowhere. Oh, God, it was like a punch in the guts. Um, and then to top it off, my partner, who you know, totally spoiled because we went away for his 40th down to Coffin Bay, which was just brilliant. Um, and, you know, he decided he was going to start his own consultancy. And I'm like, that's fine. That's great. You know, you, I knew you were, he was unhappy. I'm like, that's fine. We've got this. And um, so he resigned two weeks into the second week of March, just before the world went to shit. Yes. Timing <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that great. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it was all, you know, we're all ready for this new change and what was going and we weren't expecting it to be that um, huge. Yes. So in regards to your job and where you were at, so you'd mentioned to me that you'd had a whole lot of clients and they suddenly all cancelled on you. Mm. Uh, so tell me a little bit about that, that. Yeah, so pretty much the moment that, you know, the world stopped, really, that's kind of what happened. Um, you know, everyone went into panic mode. And, you know, one of the first things that is looked at is discretionary spending. Um, air quotes for those who can't see my fingers. <laughs> Social media is one of the first things to go, which really should be maybe like not the thing to go in a world where people can't actually come to you physically anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, so everyone just kind of freaked out and I was like, no worries. So I still had obviously worked, you know, have to give me 30 days notice, which was fine. So, you know, through April, I was still doing things. And then, but yeah, then pretty much end of April when I finished or halfway through, it was just like, okay, now what? Yeah. Um, and then I think that point, the burnout that I was probably circling around when I look back at it from probably November last year um, took full effect. Yeah. And it went into a fog. Yeah. So coupling that with homeschooling as well, because we're close to the Barossa and where uh, the junior director goes is in the Barossa. So that her school was closed down. So she was home for not as long as Victoria. So yes long enough <laughs> yes oh well any time is you know obviously really challenging for, for anybody to completely reassess how they um do things yeah can you describe to me what you were feeling when you got that final bit of i suppose 
word that your husband has resigned, your clients at all cancelled, and you had to then homeschool. You, you mentioned a brain fog. What was going through your mind at that point? Not a lot. It was just kind of, it was full shutdown. Like it was basically doing the motions, doing things um, that you knew that you had to do, but you just, it was like almost like out of body kind of, you know, I'm just doing what I need to do. I had no clarity. I had, you know, and the thing with burnout is that it presents very similarly to depression. Mm. Um, and, you know, then you kind of go into denial that there's nothing wrong and everything's fine. Um, and obviously my partner couldn't say anything to me because as soon as he did, I would have got into, you know, shove it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I sat in it for a while. And I think, yeah, probably I needed to sit in it, you know, as much as it is, is uncomfortable. Um, and then I kind of was out there messaging him. I said, I think I'm depressed. And he's just kind of, it gave me like a, uh-huh, didn't push. And then probably another couple of weeks later, I'm like, I've got a book from my psychologist and I get capital letters, do it as the message back. <laughs> okay, okay. In this nice, subtle way. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and thankfully, I mean, I've had been seeing my psychologist on and off for over a decade and I hadn't seen it for five years. Mm. Um, but we had a relationship where, you know, we'd actually do an email check-in every year anyway, that we'd go, hey, this is what I'm up to, blah, 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 just so you're not, not worried. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, yeah, so basically I called them and her wait list was, that was what, in April. And the first appointment in was July 23rd. Yeah. Um, basically I booked, literally the next day I got an email from her going, okay, well, you must be in a mess because uh, you wouldn't be calling otherwise. <laughs> Uh, so and basically she had me in within a week through cancellations yeah so I didn't have to wait for the 23rd of July which was good yeah. um and yeah that's kind of where we sat down and you know her thing was going what's your self-talk you know are you wanting to harm yourself or is it you know what is it and I said mine's literally I'm just tired I just want a break I'm done I could just feel tired and yes. that's kind of was her way of making me realize because my psych is very good that she doesn't go here's your answer off you go she makes you do the work um, so I went back the following appointment and I'm like so I think it's burnout and she's like yeah. gold star <laughs> so, yeah well that leads um, yeah would lead me to a question it's like what was that sort of self-realization that you had that sort of said this is burnout this is where I'm at well it was like yeah looking at the different you know, the symptoms that I was feeling and, you know, identifying the difference with the self-talk as well. And then the moment that you actually have an answer helps start giving you some of that clarity back. And, you know, theoretically, I probably should have done it way earlier than I did, <laughs> but, you know, hindsight. Um, but I think I needed to sit in it for a while. I think my body and brain were telling me as well that I had been pushing myself. Like 2019 was a huge year for me. So, you know, I think my body was like, may take it chill for a minute um and then then we're ready to ready to re-go so you know it was understanding identifying those moments where you were actually feeling yourself pushing um your body's an amazing thing like mm. um you know it it does you know once you start listening to it a lot more it's you can actually find those trigger points and understanding when you know 
you're probably doing too much and when it's time to pull back. Yeah. Yeah, that was that's you, really important. Yeah. Can you describe some of those triggers just so our listeners can have an idea for, for them if they might recognise anything? Well, mine is, and it's not the most lovely of symptoms, is that mm. I get a um I get anxiety poos. Yes. Yep. I've been there. <laughs> I've been um, there. Anxiety yeah. poos. Yeah. And which is where I, because I was, like I said, you know, circling around burnout probably in November and I'd been going to the doctor going, you know, having all these tests and I'm like, everything's fine. You know, I was cutting out dairy, all the things to try and like figure out what was going on. But yeah, now once I understood what I, my body was going through and what my brain was going through, I now know that that is a major thing for my body to go, Pull the brakes. Mm. Calm down. Reassess. Like you're, you're up here when you should be out here. Yeah. So and that's probably one of my main ones that I noticed that, you know, that's kind of my body going, stop. Mm. Mm. It's quite a big thing for women to, um, with that gut health mm. um, and stress. And I think it's a, quite a specific thing for women is we really feel it in our stomachs and yeah. that can manifest and start off with digestive issues. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's something we probably don't talk about much. No. So if you got, if you got funny poos, <laughs> your stress level. <laughs> yeah. No, there could be bigger, bigger things happening. Yeah. So you have connected with a great psychologist, which is fantastic, which was able to just cut to the chase and just say, what's your self-talk? It does take us a long time to admit that we're in burnout and things like that, and we're not ready for that change or, you know, that change is thrust upon us with this crisis. Mm. What challenges did you face and sort of feel like you needed to overcome to start to heal or get better um the good old self-talk that we give ourselves as well that you know maybe i should just give up um and then the, uh, the other voice going you couldn't work for someone else ever again don't be stupid uh, so, <laughs> um, but yeah it's just i actually found i started using um more meditation so lots more practicing a lot more mindfulness but i've been doing it for ages especially for nighttime meditations to help me shut the mind down and go to sleep, but actually actively doing more throughout the day. Just taking, so I use the mindfulness app. I'm not sorry, Smiling Mind app. Smiling um, Mind, yep. Yeah, which is a free app. And we even use it for our daughter as well, especially for her sleep, because she's a highly anxious little bee. Mm. Um, and sometimes, you know, just listening to um, some of the meditations, so pretty much they're from three-year-olds up is you know has been great with her settling and kind of calming her mind down heading into night time but it'll um, help reduce the anxiety for you knowing that she's relaxed yeah, exactly. as well yeah. you know because that's a massive factor yeah yeah so that one's definitely a great one that i've been using and highly recommended so it's free um brilliant journaling and i never used to hold much you know it was just like yeah whatever but actually and then i don't do it every day um you know, but I do do it when I feel drawn to it, yes. I guess. But, you know, you make, my mind's just like, okay, you got to dump some shit out. Yeah. And, you know, and then I kind of write a few pages and I'm good for a few days and I go back to it. Um, but kind of, you know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't have to be doing it every day either, I don't think. Like, if you want to, that's awesome. But, you know, it's follow your own lead. Do what works for you. 
but yeah, lots more meditation, journaling, and even Reiki. I've been starting to do as well. Great. Has been amazing. Yeah. Did you study the Reiki yourself or have you been going to a practitioner? Or... I've been going to a practitioner. Yes. So we've had a couple of sessions and yeah, I mean, I, if you would have told me 12 months ago that I'd be doing that, I would have said whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now I swear by it. Yeah. <laughs> Converted. Um, but it just, it's like, it's another tool really that kind of helps us evolve and become better as individuals, better as business people at parents as well you know mm. it's all these different tools so you know a psychologist is another tool you know counselors reiki whatever helps you find your clarity find your grounding is a tool that you should hold on to and utilize to help propel you forward yeah so h- how did you identify what tools were going to help you trial and error there's no hard fast easy answer yeah. like pretty yeah. much life yeah. There's no easy answer to how, how to navigate it, but, um, you know, just finding what worked. I found that, you know, I was, when I did try doing the journaling every day, I was like, this isn't working for me. Mm. But going, okay, well, when I have journaling when I want to, that worked. Yeah. And I get some pretty good nuggets out of it too. And, yeah, I kind of went, oh, well, I thought I'd just give Reiki a go. I'd been hearing a lot of people talking about it, and I was like, mm no harm, no foul, you know, there's nothing, you know, it's not going to completely warp anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and you know, the Reiki practitioner that I use is incredible. She picked up on some stuff that she wouldn't know about because she didn't know mm. me that intimately, shall I say? Yeah. <laughs> she does now. Yes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so she, um, and that was even just through a FaceTime session because we couldn't go. Yes into her um, office at that point. So yeah, she, she managed to clear some stuff and yeah, give me help also kind of drill me back into clarity of what I was doing and where I was going. Yeah. So it does sound like a lot of connections with other people have really helped. So, you know, seeking out from the psychologist and the Reiki practitioner, would you say that has been a key part of it or is having other people for support? God, yes. You need to have the outward support. You know, we're not, what's the saying? No man's an island. Um, mm. No woman's an island either. You know, we need, we need support. We need that collaboration. You know, we need to know that you're not alone in the journeys that we're all on because a lot of us do go through very similar things, especially people, you know, women who start running their own businesses. Mm. Um, so finding, you know, the communities that, help lift you up through it yes um, and having a really great support base in friendship and in business as well is imperative to push you through yeah and after your physical healing and the psychological getting out of the fog what sort of steps did you start to take to rebuild your business and your focus through COVID and homeschooling and things like that Thankfully for us, homeschooling was over by the time, so I could actually now then drill down on my clarity and focus. Yes. Um, so, and I, I swear I heard a collective sigh of relief from Victoria when childcare centres were open. That, that was me uh, two days ago. So I'm like, I have a moment. Was that sounded? No, no, that was just all of Victoria rejoicing that childcare and schools are open. Um, so... <sighs> I feel the, I, God, like I said, six weeks was enough. I don't know how you guys want. So, but yeah, I, 
kind of reassess what my business model was. And when I started, mm. it was a lot more doing it for them. So I was, you know, social media managing, community engagement, the whole shebang. So they would get me to come in, do it all for them. Mm. Is, you know, which I loved. And I've been doing it for over nine years. But I think that, you know, when after I was looking at what I was doing, that I was tired of doing it. I actually mm. felt a physical blockage from being able to actually create content for someone else. Okay. And the idea of it just made me want to shut down. Um, so my brain was definitely not ready to do it for others. But I was one thing that helped that I was doing through the major lockdowns part at the beginning was one of our regional development um, in the Barossa. So there's RDAs, I think they're all over Australia. And I'm a B2B provider for them. So, you know, they, a small business pays a nominal fee for three hours of my time. Mm-hmm. And I was doing a lot of that coaching stuff and I'm like, actually really digging this. Yeah. Really enjoying the coaching, the teaching, watching people have their aha moments and, you know, then going off and implementing the things that you've told them to do. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, because part of my plan initially for the beginning of the year was to do a lot more workshops. Then obviously we weren't allowed to leave the house, so that made it hard. Um, And I'm like, okay, well, there's something. And obviously back then my brain was going, you know, let's do the workshops for 2020. You know, this is where you meant to be going. So, you know, the coaching and the teaching and empowering Mm. of people. And so, yeah, I kind of figured out a new way. So then I developed my boot camp, which is a six-week six-week program where we go through, you know, so it's called the Back to Social Media Basics. Okay. It's not as basic yeah. as knowing how to post because yes. I don't want to insult people. People know how to post. Yes. But yes. we break down understanding who your audience is. So defining who they are, where they are, defining your brand voice so you know, you know, what kind of style that, you know, so that you've got that consistency throughout your, all your branding. So when people see a picture or read the copy, they actually know it's you mm. and how to talk to the people that you now know are your target audience. Yes. Um, yes. Lots of other stuff in between as well that, you know, is really helpful plus understanding your analytics. And so you can help make yourself make better posts moving forward. So we cover that over six weeks. Um, obviously, like I said, a lot of people outsourcing social media was, you know, definitely not high on the list of things. A lot of businesses, you know, supply chains have been shattered. Um, and, you know, so profit margins are hard. So I developed a coaching, coaching thing, words, English, mm. I speak it. Um, <laughs> we can leave it for interpretation. <laughs> my wholehearted package where basically they still create the content, but they've got someone by their side helping them and getting them into the mindset and shifting it from this is hard and a job to now I have a plan. I know the process. It's going to be easier for me. Mm. So they've actually got accountability and, you know, someone who knows what they're doing, making sure that they're doing it and implementing it well. Yeah. And then now, thankfully with South Australia opening up, I have now embarked on my regional tour where I'm going around to a lot of the regional centres in South Australia. And once things are opened up a little bit more, less risque-ly, you know, let's make it national. Let's do a national (laughs) tour. Uh, 
But yeah, so actually going out, because a lot of the time, especially in regional areas, the, they always bring up people from the city and nothing pisses a country person off and a city person telling them what to do. Mm. So, um, I come from a rural background. I live in a rural community. I work in a rural community. So I have a lot more of an understanding of what's going on, the nuances that a rural area go through and what they have to deal with on a daily basis and someone whose sole life is in the CBD. Yeah. So, I mean, you speak about this with a lot of passion, which is fantastic. And you've come from being at total burnout, overwhelmed because you've had loss of clients, loss of support with your partner because technically he's got a new job, money coming in, homeschooling. It's a lot of mind energy to be able to pivot and reinvent and rebuild a business pretty much from scratch in a very short space of time while in burnout. And that's why I'll come back to the passion piece. What is integral in that change that's made you to be able to, to do that pivot, I suppose? I think it was understanding what was filling my cup. Mm-hmm. So before, you know, yes, I did, you know, and I have taken on a small management client because it's a project that I, I'm passionate about. I'm not just going to take on management clients because I need to. Um, very selective now, yep. I guess. Yes. Um, you know, so, but if it's something that lights me up, then I'll do it. And mm. I think, you know, and that makes you less stressed uh, because yeah. you're doing something that you actually enjoy. I mean, there's always, there's always stress. It's, you know, being a parent, being a business owner, all those yes. things, there's yes. always stress. But, you know, if you can relieve it and have those happy endorphins flowing through you because you're doing something that you love, mm. then, then that's, your, that's where you should be focusing. And that kind of, I think, understanding at that point what was actually what I enjoyed doing, which was the coaching and the teaching, really helped turn the business into a in a different direction yeah and gave you the energy to be able to yeah. manifest what you were desiring yeah so um you know and as much as you know every time i hear the word pivot i just think of the friends episode in the couch <laughs> yes um, yes I, I do too yeah. actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah you know, everyone's had to to change and you know to what's happening in in the world and you know and the thing as well you know with me wanting to go out and on into the rural the regional areas and do the tour is because we're all zoomed out as well oh absolutely like, yeah and it was also making it hard because i'm like awesome well i can still do zoom webinars and stuff but every everyone was giving them away for free and if you were trying to charge people it was like oh, they're doing it for free like mm. i still still need to make money <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was it was really hard so you know i started doing you know the more as lead generations went maybe it's time to start doing that uh, email list that i've been putting off for three years yes <laughs> so that's grown well so you know that's mm. but, um but yeah so as soon as i could i was like i'm getting out there i'm going to do and i'm going to you know, wanting to empower these business people to be able to, because, you know, a lot of the time social media is always that last thing on your mind. It's midnight and they're like, oh, shit, I haven't posted. And they just throw something up there and then it doesn't work and the hashtags didn't work, so I'm not going to do it anymore and it doesn't work. But, mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, 
like all things, it does take work and persistence and consistency, mm. um, you know, much like life. So, you know, it, it's now wanting to empower the people, empowering the people to actually go, okay, it's actually not a hard, it, it is a hard job, but here are some ways to make it easier and more streamlined for you so it's not always such a chore. Mm. And you've mentioned empowerment, like that's been a, a theme that's come up. Would you say that that is a sort of a key factor in one of your values for driving your, your business? I think so, like, you know, it, when you see people and you see that click, you know, you can literally, you know, see the moment where the penny drops. Um, you know, it's, you can, they're, they're direct, their trajectory. Yep. <laughs> I got it right. It changes. Yes. You know, and you can, there's a shift. And, you know, to know that you've been part of that shift as well, all the warm fuzzies Mm. yes and well that's exactly what I focus on empowerment knowledge is empowerment and the more that we can understand and have that awareness that's um more power to us I suppose (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's fantastic um so for our listeners if uh, they would like to reach out for you um would you be able to give um some details on where they could uh reach out to you um i am on all the socials not tiktok i just haven't really embraced it but we've got reels now so we don't need that yeah um, <laughs> exactly well i think that's come out in- like yeah, why would i have to go to another platform when i can yes yes um so yes instagram i'm at crane creative underscore oh sorry crane underscore creative yep uh facebook is crane creative or cranecreative.com.au beautiful and i'll obviously put that on to my website so the listeners can find that there so thank you so much Catherine, for speaking to me today thank you for having me thanks for listening to females with fire if you enjoyed the show or have any questions feel free to subscribe leave a review and comment you can also connect with me on facebook in the group the fearless female forum where we focus on all things empowerment and confidence. I would love to see you there.